When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everyone, welcome or welcome back to the kingdom. Welcome back to the kingdom or welcome if you're new here. I am so happy to see you again. Like five in a row. We're really doing this thing. We're really doing this thing. We are really doing this thing. Wow. It's so good to have you here. I just want to let you guys know every time... (laughs) Every time I pick up this mic, I am like winning a war with the devil. You know, I'm really winning the war with some girl tagged me in an Instagram reel today and she called it the deceiver. I'm real, and I love that word. I don't know if she has something against the word devil. Maybe it's too harsh, <laughs> but the deceiver. Every time I pick up this podcast, I have won. So so you should cheer for me. Like, every time you see that I have a new upload, you say, yes, Karen won the battle with the deceiver. Because it's a battle. Today was really hard. I'm not going to lie. Today was hard. Other days are easier. Today was a little bit hard for me. Um, and maybe it has to do with the fact that I'm in New York City again. <laughs> um, if you're looking at this, or if you're watching on YouTube, I am in... Lux's bedroom, which is going to be my new bedroom in like a month. I'm wearing his hoodie. I am in New York City and I just have a little bit of conflicting feelings about it. But I just I want to embrace it like I want to embrace being here. My heart and soul yearns for it. But something about it just puts me on edge I think I came to New York City last year with so much excitement and vim, like so much vim. And the vim kind of died down and I'm just like feeling the weight of the city. It's not something I'm scared of because like I said in my obedience episode, I don't think my mental health cleared because of where I was, because I was in Massachusetts, because I've been in Massachusetts and been like in turmoil before so it's not necessarily the place but it is because of obedience so yeah anyway what am i saying i'm here for a week because lucas and i's two-year anniversary is this weekend which if you're listening it's probably it was last weekend and i am i'm really excited about that we have Some exciting plans. I'm making plans with my girlies out in the city. Like, I'm just meeting up with everyone again, and I'm just, I'm getting that, like, excitement. And I love, I just love the community I've built here, the people that I've met. And even after I record this episode, I'm going to meet up with two of my friends for Bible study. So, 
I'm excited. I'm excited. But I had a, a little bit of hard day because anxiety really got the best of me. I was feeling anxious all day. And on top of that, I was like, what am I going to record? What am I going to record? And then I had a conversation with Lucas about this very topic that I'm about to record. So then it was like, ding. And God always does that. He always gives me the best ideas exactly when I need them. So welcome again. Um, I will tell you what I'm welcoming and what I'm exiling. So the first thing I'm welcoming, I will just give you a random one right now, which is omakase. <laughs> Actually, do I want to say that? Because I haven't had it yet. So let me not say that. What am I welcoming? I guess, I guess I'm welcoming right now the idea, the possibility, the all the things that could be of New York City. My teeth look yellow and I don't like that. I want to say right now I'm welcoming New York City again. As tough as it is to say. And I haven't moved here back. I'm only here for a week. Then I'm going to go back home for a week. Then I'm going to go to L.A. And then get married for a week. I'm <laughs> just kidding. And then get married And then I'm going to go to Mexico for a week. And then I'm going to come back to New York City. And then I'll be here. So I have an exciting couple of days ahead of me. And I am definitely looking forward to every single aspect of all of it. I think right now, though, I'm opening myself up to New York City again. I fled, to be honest. To be honest, I did flee. I think God was like, pack your bags and I had no hesitation boom out of there and but I was leaving in a way of like I felt defeated and I feel like I, I want to come back and reclaim <laughs> reclaim it if that that's what God wants me to do I will be moving into this apartment because with Lucas um it is in the lower east side which is like my honestly dream location one of my dream locations to live in new york city i've always been jealous that lucas lived in the lower east side and his roommate moved out so he's gonna renew the lease and i'm gonna move in into two bedroom we're gonna have this room as the bedroom and then the other room as like a studio slash like an art studio for him slash like a podcast studio for me i just i love it all the living room is cute um it's a six floor walk up. And when I was telling my my friend this, I was like, it's a six floor walk up. That's the only red flag. And they were like, red flag. That's a deal breaker. <laughs> and so I think about that. I laugh because it's so true. Like every time I'm climbing up these stairs, I'm like, there's no way I'm going to be living here and climbing these stairs every time I need to get home. Like. You know, you've had a long day, you're tired or something, and then you get to walk up six floors. But I'm blessed. I'm blessed to be able to walk up anyway, so I'm good. The rent is amazing, like unheard of. That's the only, literally, hmm, that's really one of the main reasons why we're here is because the rent is so good. But I feel like God is saying, like, why do you think I can't give you better? That might be a word for somebody. (laughs) <laughs> that might that might be a word for me because i was just about to, well i was as i was saying i was like one of the main reasons we're staying here is because the rent is just so 
crazy, unbeatable. And I felt God say, like, why do you th- don't you think I can give you better? I'll ponder on that, you know? I'll, I'll, I'll let that sink in. I'll let that sink in. But this apartment, it feels God-sent, um, especially around the time Lucas was moving in. And really, truly, you will not get an apartment in the Lower East Side with washer and dryer, two-bedroom for this price. Like, it really is, it feels like a gift. And we're like, we feel that we shouldn't let it go. <laughs> but who knows? Maybe you should let go. Maybe you should let go and see what God gives you, you know? I'll think more about that. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm welcoming the possibilities of what New York will mean to me again, being an NYC girly again, and just like coming back stronger and better and just wiser and full of life, you know, in a way. I just, yeah, I'm opening myself up to it. It has been scary today. It was a little, eh, but it wasn't really mainly because of the city. It was because you know, TikTok detected that I was in New York City and started only sending me New York City TikToks. And I've only been here for literally less than 24 hours. And already I was like, oh my gosh, like I could do this, I could do this, I could do this, I could do this. Look at this person in New York City doing this. And that was what caused me to have a bad day. And that's what this podcast is about. So I am exiling on that note. I'm exiling comparison. That's what I'm exiling, comparison. Because what is it? Comparison is the thief of joy or something like that. Comparison is the thief of joy. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, I think that's right. I think that's right. I think that's right. Yeah. So I'm just going to exile some, a little bit of comparison. (laughs) I don't want it. I don't want to do it, and I find myself in that loop all the time. So, that brings me to this podcast episode. This episode is about how to start again, and it feels fitting, right? Because I just said, whoa, sorry, some birds in the window. I just said that I'm opening myself up, reclaiming New York again after being gone for three months and oh yeah four months almost I want to touch on the topic of starting again I was having a conversation with my mom about two days ago I think and she was talking I just I was telling her like that when I'm in my 20s it feels like there's so much out there that I want to do and it's like do I want to go this path or this path or this path or this path you know like There's just so many things that you could do that you want to do and you feel like you have to choose one and stick to it. And she basically was like, you can start over and over and over again. You don't have to be married to one thing. You have to, not literally married, but you don't have to be just tied down to one thing idea or vision of your life you can start again and again and again and you can reinvent yourself as many times as you want you're never stuck and speaking of stuck that stuck with me because I really needed to hear that I knew I've 
you know, seen her life for the last 23 years. And, you know, she lived many, many years before that. And I've just seen her pick up and start again and pick up and start again and pick up and start again. And each time it's better, it's wiser, it's with a new lens, it's with new lessons learned. And it's really inspiring. So for her to like say that to me, I I really felt like I really felt comforted by that idea. And I want to talk about you know, what it looks like to start again. And I think one of the first, very first things you can do to start again is forgiving yourself. It is so important to forgive yourself because we tend to beat ourselves up over like literally the littlest things. We tend to beat ourselves up over and over again. Wish we knew better. Why did we do that? Wish we could go back in time. Guess what? You cannot go back in time. Forgiveness just opens so many doors. It softens your heart. It creates the space even for reconciliation. You know, if you don't forgive someone, there's no thought in your head that you guys could start again. And it's the same way with you. If you don't forgive yourself, for whether messing up or going down a path that you end up not liking and feeling like you wasted your time or maybe being in a relationship and you feel like you wasted your time. Anything of that sort, a job, like anything, a friendship, (laughs) like anything, and then I keep on listing, anything of that sort. If you don't forgive yourself, just forgive yourself, like take a look at where you are And forgive yourself because when you forgive yourself, you give yourself permission to start again. You create a space in your heart and in your mind of like, okay, that's okay. That's all right. It's all good. Let's pick ourselves back up. And yeah, and I don't know what forgiveness looks like for you, but for me, it's just really sitting down, meditating, thinking about what I thought I could have done better or what I, you know, where I fumbled the bag. You know, even today, like, I was supposed to record, you know, at, like, 12 p.m., then at 3, and then at 4. And then if I if I lay there thinking, oh, time has passed, I can't record now, I can't record now, it's getting darker, I can't record now, I am never going to record. You, you get me? So I just had to be like, it's okay that you didn't record at 12 p.m. or 3 p.m. like you envisioned. It's fine. You can still record. Like, you can still start again. You can still do it. There's still time. But just being okay, not beating yourself up and, like, going in circles and circles and circles of self-pity and anger and just being like, it's fine. It's all right that you did that. And guess what? God has forgiven you. Also, God doesn't even care. (laughs) Literally, God is not even worried about that. Forgive yourself. The plans are still going to be there. The purpose is still going to be there. His goodness for you is still going to be there. You haven't run out of time. You are still so young. There's still so much time. Tomorrow is a new day. Forgive yourself. 
forgive yourself and know that you can start again. Every second is a new day. <laughs> Maybe that's not accurate. <laughs> Me trying to sound profound. Every second, though, is a new beginning. Like every breath you take is another chance to start again. So forgive yourself and start again. And I think the second thing I do when I need to start again, and honestly, I start things again all the time. Like if you waste half of the day in bed, you can start again. If you haven't done anything all week, you can start again. If you haven't read your Bible, this one gets me like, when I don't read my Bible for like two, three days in a row, whatever it looks like for you, and I keep beating myself up, like in the back of my head, I'm like, oh, I haven't read my Bible, I haven't read my Bible. And then I'm just like still continuing to not read my Bible because I'm dwelling on the fact that I haven't in so long. It's like, bro, forgive yourself. Say, I am sorry to you, God, and to myself and I forgive myself because I know God has forgiven me. And then you pick it up again. And it's just as simple as that. It's not easy, but it is simple. And and give yourself the room. Give yourself a chance. Give yourself a chance to succeed. That's really what it's all about, is giving yourself a chance. It doesn't matter what it looks like. Just give yourself a chance. The same way you would give a stranger a chance. The same way you've given that boy that you shouldn't be talking to multiple chances after chances after chances. Give yourself that same chance. Give yourself that same grace, you know? Yeah, so I was going to say the second thing that I do is I take inventory. I take inventory of where I am, where I'm going, where I want to be. Just take stock. Look at yourself and and I do this by journaling. I mean, that's really the only way I can do it. Um, maybe going on a walk also might be good. But I just mostly journal. And I, I will sit down and I'll journal. Like, I'll just do a brain dump. And when I do a brain dump, it feels like I'm just clearing out all the scattered thoughts. And just h- how I feel, whether good or bad. How bad I feel, how good I feel, it doesn't matter. I'm writing it all down. I'm writing it all down and I'm... I'm just, you know, making a list. Like, what do I feel? What am I thinking? What do I want to do? What do I want to change? Every thought, I'm just writing it down. And as like, I'll write it down. It'll be like multiple pages. Then I'll look, and then I will, I'll just take stock of like, okay, this is how I'm feeling. This is what my brain is telling me. How can we reconcile this? How can we make this? right how can we get back on track so just take an inventory because if you don't you know you can't run a business without checking once in a while to see what's left what needs to be replenished what needs to be thrown away what has expired like treat yourself like that don't treat yourself like a business but you know treat yourself the way you would maintain a high quality business a multi-billion dollar business, that's what you are. You know, you're worth, so you're priceless. And so you should treat yourself as that and and take inventory of what thoughts no longer align with me, what habits no longer align, what foods no longer align, what activities no longer align, what do I need more of at this time? Because maybe something that worked for you two months ago 
is not going to work now. So take inventory, assess yourself, see where your head's at and see where you need to fill. Take out, you know, trash, gain, any, anything of that sort. The third thing I do when I want to start again is I go back to the basics. So after I've taken, after I've forgiven myself and I've taken inventory of where I am, which is basically like what I'm thinking, feeling, doing what I need more of, you know, all the stuff, all the stuff. I go back to the basics. I look at, I look at this inventory and I say, okay, what is the simplest thing that I need to do? It usually is praying for me personally. I don't know about you, but I will I will look at my brain dump and I'll be like, first of all, I just need to pray. <laughs> like I really just need to pray. So I will sit down and I'll just pray. I'll uh, put on some worship music. I'll read my Bible. Like just starting spiritually because we are spirit beings and you cannot, you cannot like, you can't walk around and ignore your spirit. That is probably one of the worst things you can do if you forget that you, like one of the worst things you can do is forgetting that you're a spirit being and acting like it's all physical, it's all carnal. No, you are spirit. And most importantly, you are the spirit of God. The spirit of God resides in you. So, nurture that spirit feed the spirit first when you feed the spirit oh you bloom you bloom baby you bloom so feed the spirit sometimes that even looks like exercising also can feed the spirit and you think you're feeding you think you're feeding the body but you're actually feeling feeding the spirit because getting up and moving you're being reminded of like your heart, your blood, your your skin, your muscles. It's all spirit, though. You know? You get me. So go back to the basics. And I, I'll, just, I'll just tell you what that looks like for me because that's really all that I can do. Also, if you hear, oh, my goodness. Yep, I'm back in New York City. Sorry, there's an ambulance. I don't know if I if I missed this aspect of the city, the noise. So for me, what that looks like will probably be like start a fresh new to-do list. Go on a walk. Like what are the things that make me happy? I know that listening to podcasts make me happy. I know that listening to sermons replenish me. I know that reading. I know journaling. So go back to the things that you love to do and that makes you you. Because sometimes when we find ourselves in a position where we need to start again, we can find that like we've neglected so many of our routines and so many of the things that we like to do, which is why we feel like we need to start again, you know, because we have just completely neglected all those things like, not doing my devotional in the morning and not eating healthy breakfast and honestly sometimes starving myself like not on purpose but truly just like forgetting to eat and forgetting to feed my body forgetting to take a nap reading i think i mentioned that already but just 
really the simple, smallest, most mundane things that you've forgotten to do that you know you love to do. Like you, like I know I cannot do something like in the morning without a podcast in the background. It's just how I am. So I go back to that, go back to the basic, very simple. Ooh, I got scared. I thought I saw someone in the window. It was just me. (laughs) Just go back to the very simple, basic things that make you, you that you feel good about. And that's also part of taking inventory is like, what makes me feel good? What actually feels good deep down inside and doesn't leave me feeling guilt and shame and, you know, anxious and sad and, you know, all those things. Like, cause sometimes some things feel good in the moment. And then we realize that after it has the worst feeling, worst feeling for me. And that was, you know, what I felt when I was indulging in substances and it was so fun and exciting. And then right after I'm like, this is the worst thing I've ever felt. I don't know if anyone went through like a party. I went through a party phase. Everyone, I feel like everyone I know did, but maybe not. Everyone around me went through some sort of like party phase. Some people are still in the party phase of college and we were just going out drinking all every day. Not every day, but, you know, in the weekends. At one point, it got to every day because my roommate would drink every day. And then I would also start drinking every day with her. But every time I got so drunk, I'm like, I am never drinking ever again. This is the worst. I hate alcohol. It's disgusting. 24 hours later, putting on makeup to go drink again. It's just like why in the moment you know i didn't think much of it but it's like when you feel so bad you're like i'm never doing this again and then (laughs) you find yourself doing it again and it's like no take stock of what makes you feel bad and what makes you feel good it's as simple as that like it's not something philosophical or like intense like something deeply spiritual it's like what And when I say good, I'm not meaning flesh good. I'm meaning spirit. What makes your spirit feel good? Pay attention to the spirit. Don't neglect the spirit. What makes your spirit feel good and what makes your spirit feel bad? Not what makes your flesh feel good. and what Because your spirit and your flesh are opposing each other every single day. What makes your spirit feel good and what makes your spirit feel bad? When I wake up and I immediately go on TikTok, as I've done for the past seven days in a row, and not pick up my Bible immediately, it makes it makes my physical flesh feel fun. You know, I'm giggling, I'm laughing, I kikiki all the TikToks. But then it leaves my spirit feeling bad. So it's just as simple as that. And I know this too. Like I know it, you and I both know it. And we just take it for granted. We take that little piece of information. We take our spirit for granted. Because when your spirit is good, like everything else is good. You know, so don't neglect how the spirit feels. And slowly when you start neglecting the spirit, you start neglecting yourself. Because what did I say? You are spirit. You are spirit. So when you neglect your spirit time and time and time and time again, and you're only focusing on the flesh time and time and time again, 
you start to feel like, wait, I don't feel like myself. Why don't I feel like myself? Why don't I feel like myself? Well, guess what? You're neglecting yourself. You are not physical. You are not flesh. You are spirit. So when you neglect the spirit, you're neglecting yourself. And it's just as simple as that. So taking inventory and going back to the basics. What makes your spirit feel good? I know my spirit feels amazing when I wake up in the morning and I and I do some exercise, maybe Pilates or I go for a walk or a little jog. I start going for jogs. I don't know if I'll go for a jog while I'm in New York City, but because I don't want to, but it was really easy to go for jogs back at home because my neighborhood was just so cute and nice and lovely. Honestly, if I went for a jog in the morning in New York City, I'd probably run into a crackhead telling me to die. Like that's just that's just what it is. <laughs> you just wake up you're like, ah, it's a beautiful day. You go outside, there's a homeless man in the corner screaming, die at you. And you're just like, dang, what did I do? It's good morning to you too. So I know my spirit feels amazing when I wake up and I exercise and then I eat a healthy breakfast and I do my devotional and I, I journal and then I get on with my day, Sh- you know, shower, put on a nice clothes. Like all these things, I know my spirit feels amazing when I do that. I know my f- spirit feels horrible when I wake up and I go on Instagram or I go on TikTok and I'm scrolling for like 40 minutes. And then already I filled my mind with so much of what the outside world is doing. And that when I get up, like when I actually fully wake up, I'm already having thoughts of I'm not doing enough and I'm not enough and I'm not pretty enough. And look at what this girl is wearing and how can she like afford that? And I want to live that life. Oh, my gosh, look at these cool things that they're being invited to. Why am I not invited to that? Like already those are thoughts right in the morning. So, of course, like why wouldn't you have the worst day ever? Because you're filling your mind up with this, and then I not, then when I know that my mind is being filled up with this, I wanna I wanna distract it. So then I start listening to random music that won't make me reflect and won't make me think about the negative thoughts I'm having, and then I'm just like occupying myself with like Netflix and TV and then random tasks just to distract myself because I already woke up feeling anxious and bad about myself and this happens to so many of us and we know the root is social media and we still ignore it which leads me to my fourth and final point of starting over is do what's best for you even if it hurts as much as it hurts to not go on TikTok that I'm saying hurts like it's some crazy thing but sometimes you know it really feels like I need to be online I need to be online and we know that's the root of so many of our insecurities and so many of our comparison issues and we still spend hours on it and like yeah sometimes TikTok provides comedic relief and education but it's very rare that I leave a TikTok binge feeling amazing But if I left a a prayer binge or Bible binge, an exercise binge, 
a talking to loved ones binge, then I feel so good. So do what's best for you, even if it hurts. Pick up, pick up that like mic again. Pick up the camera again. Pick up the brand that you put down. Pick up, pick yourself back up again. There's so many things that, you know, it feels like it's difficult in the moment. And it feels like, what's the point anyway? And it feels just unattainable and unreachable. Pick it up again. Pick it up again. There's nothing that makes you feel worse than neglecting your spirit and lack of discipline. And, you know, I'm like, I sit back and I'm like, wow. Everyone that says wake up bright early in the morning and exercise and have a good meal and journal, like they know what they're talking about because it works every single time. Waking up, starting my days off like that, it works every single time. It works. But then I will find myself in in like a routine or stuck in a loop where I'm not doing any of those things, even though I know that it doesn't work for me and it's not going to it's not going to produce the outcome that i want i neglect myself i'm just saying now that it is you know mid november december's right around the corner we're about to start a new year don't wait till january to start again start again now forgive yourself take inventory of your of where you are go back to the basics of what feeds your spirit and, and please do that. That is probably one of the most important ones out of all of these things. It's going back to the basics of what feeds your spirit. Back to what you like to do, how you like to spend your time, speaking with friends that you haven't seen in a while, catching up with family, spending time with family. Put that phone down. Put that phone down. And then doing what's best for you even if it's hard. Even if it's hard and even if it hurts, put that, put that dab pen down, put that vape pen down, put the, put the phone down, put the pornography down, put the sad music down, just put it down, put down your devices and, and feed your spirit. And then you will feel such a sense of renewal and newness and acceptance that you've been missing for a while. So, yeah, don't don't ignore what the spirit needs. I do this so much where I know exactly like I know exactly that if I lay in bed and scroll on TikTok tonight, I will not sleep till 12 a.m. And then I won't wake up till 10 a.m. the next day. Or I'll wake up at maybe 8, which is way later than I want to. And then when I wake up at at 8, I'm like, oh, I woke up late, so what's the point? Let me pick up my phone again. And I'm scrolling again for another hour, get out of bed at like 9, 10, go downstairs and just start working because I'm like, oop, I woke up too late. I guess I don't have time for exercise and Bible. And, And it just throws everything off. But I know what's right. I know what's right. I know what's right is going to sleep early. I know what's right is waking up. But it's like, why don't we want to do that? You know? So don't ignore how your spirit feels and don't ignore what your spirit needs. And this is your permission to start again. It's okay if you've been stuck in a bad cycle of 
watching things you don't need to be watching and consuming things you don't need to be consuming and indulging in vices that you know have been very harmful to your spirit, but very, very good on the body. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> don't do that. Well, it's easier said than done, I know. But I'm. this is your permission from God to forgive yourself because he's saying he forgives you. He forgives you. Forgive yourself because God has forgiven you. Take inventory of where you are. Journal. Do a brain dump of what needs to be replenished. Go back to the basics of replenishing those things. And removing things that don't need to be there. Ending relationships that don't need to be there. And do what's best for you even if it's hard. Do what's best for you even if it's hard. And don't forget to involve God in any of this. If any step of this process is hard for you at all, just say, God, please give me the strength. God, please give me the grace. Because sometimes I, I be wanting so, much, some, so many like simple little things like the strength to get out of bed and the strength to pick up the mic and the strength or the creativity to know what to talk about. And I'm like, I'm forgetting that there's someone who can easily give that to me in a second if i ask so don't forget to ask also for anything you need along the way to start over again and just know that god is with you each step of the way and it's okay to start again don't wait till new year's start now so that by the time the year starts you're already in motion and if you mess up any step of the way if you mess up just remember it's okay to start again you can start as many times as, as you want to. Each breath is a new beginning. That's it for now. Thank you so much for listening. I love you. I do. I will talk to you next week in another episode. Woohoo. Oh, I'm so glad I was able to do this. <laughs> um, thanks so much. And uh, yeah, I'll talk to you again. Bye-bye.